2: Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.
1: As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply.
3: Anyway, hello, uh, I'm Max uh, InfoPool. I always think people who download the h Daily you know, they're expecting Paul, and it's a bit different, you know, because yeah. the people listening on the radio. So they've, they've made a choice to listen to the two of you and the great chemist you have. And it must be sad for them when it isn't one of you. But anyway, tough luck. Welcome to the world's most self deprecating <laughs> man. Hey, I, I was stunning again today.
4: You were. Uh, you you know, were very good.
3: Keep on delivering. I, I mean, I hope they don't put Paddy's punts in the podcast because I didn't have a clue what was going on. I was given a script <laughs> from the absolutely first, absolutely first ever no season <laughs> and I paid no attention. Um, but that aside, we had a lovely time, Andy, didn't we? We, we talked did. about uh, octopuses uh, on ecstasy. I don't know if that's making it in. Um, Probably, yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> we uh, haven't got that much choice. <laughs> really? <laughs> no,
4: it's our bits. Yeah, uh, schnorbits. Bit, bit of schnorbits, <laughs> tremendous, Bernie winters and. Motti yeah, he was good. He's in Motty's famous laugh. We love Motty's laugh, don't we? So, mm. it's, uh, that's you'll hear a bit of him mm-hmm. and Martin Kellner, of, of course. course. Yeah, yes. he was very good. Martin,
3: I like that's when I'm listening. Yeah. I'm always pleased when I'm in the car or have talks, but on when I hear the three till four hour, there's some good. sincerity from me to you, Always lovely to work with you. Yes. Um, Thank it you. may never happen again, we don't know. Well, I think it will, ah, probably. <laughs>
4: Oh, Morata, header. Hit the target, man. Honestly, good movement, but no finish. It's confidence, isn't it? It's
3: it's such an important part of football and we ignore it a lot. It's an important part of life. If we weren't fully confident going into this show, Andy... I I don't know how he manages it. I mean, one, one of the headers
4: was unlucky. It was a brilliant... got in front of the defender, could have gone in, it was very unlucky. But the other ones, the other misses were just... you just think literally... It's not that smaller target. Just I'd rather the keeper save it than what he does. I think he's trying to aim for sort of like the mm. corner, and it's it's he's always going. Well, this is this may well be it. But,
3: um, uh, uh, no, in the lead up to the goal, Jorginho uh, uh, mm. played. I think it was Jorginho. it was passed. a lovely goal. That volleyed pass is uh, just moments in football. You go, God, that's so difficult to do that. Beautifully mm. and that easy. He made it look so easy. And just in case you didn't realise yet, you have got a player there. I mean, he is
4: just oh no, absolutely,
3: absolutely superb.
0: Player. No,
4: the whole uh, system, sorry, system is easy on the eye. It's, it's good to watch. It's, you know, I'm not saying they're going to win anything, but they, it's going to be good to watch. Powell had a bloke called Jabber. I, mm. I don't know where he likes to get changed. And he's playing at the local park, but uh, he nutmegged Alonso twice. It was quite impressive, really. And yeah. I, uh, mean, I only
3: have an image of Jabba the Hut <clears> in my mind. Well, the that's night, right. The, 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 I very much yeah. hope he doesn't uh, <laughs> <laughs> miss that one. This slice of Friday, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> that was the point, really, that he got changed in the yeah, grounds. Oh, I see, hut. I get it. Well, you know, signpost it, <laughs> signpost it. <laughs> anyway, the was he the size of Jabba the Hut or not? No, he was okay. nowhere near, near the size Fair of enough. Jabba the Hut. I mean, of, <clears> of all the fictional. Uh, mythical beasts. I would say Hutt would be you. I mean, one of the worst footballers. You'd have to play him in the middle of a back three I think to be honest. With <laughs> or, some, or in goal. With some pace around him. Yeah and goal is a good idea. Has he got a lot of height though the hut? Um Well you've never seen him standing up. Oh no I think he was standing up in the CGI you know when they ruined it but normally he's uh, he, he likes to lie down really. Okay. Mm.
4: And uh, the referees in, uh, Paul's warned me about this, the referees in the, in the Europa League aren't great. But right on, there was a goal in the first half. There were at least a couple of injuries, and the referee just Chelsea were on the break. There were one pass basically from being in, and the ref blew. He, they were on the halfway line. He just blew for, and it was forty-five minutes. That's it. No extra time. You think. What's that about? I, I, presumably, he needed to go to the loo. I mean, he must have been sort of caught short. And well, part. I, I, like, I can't he, think what else. It if is. he
3: needed, he must have been desperate. Which mean, means he must have needed it from about the fifteenth minute. Because you yeah. if you're at the he end of a movie, it is <laughs> If you're at the end of a movie, you think, "Well, I can hold on for twenty-five yeah. minutes." So he must have been just, you know, skipping around mm. nervously for the whole first half. Really, that's true. And did um, you watch all the other? Richards? No, I only watch that game, okay. really. Well, gonna, you know, You've got a with, life to live, have you? going to Cordell and Cordell. <laughs> be hopeless. And uh,
4: Morata even managed to block Barkley's goal-bound header. That was a tremendous effort by him. Now, never mind, yesterday we were talking podcasts with James Richardson. We were, yes. And yourself. Yeah. But never mind Football Weekly, The Game, or H&J Daily. No, no. i one. ones. Yes, I mentioned the Guardian. That is Football Weekly. Okay, yeah, that's fine. fine. The new Serial podcast, or the new Serial. Is that out? Is out. With Sarah Koenig.
3: Oh, she's got a a voice. voice. I I mean, if you haven't listened to Serial, uh, I mean, listen, download it and listen to it right now. It's... (laughs) I don't know
4: if she doesn't know anything about, it, but next time Jim's off rather than you sitting, I quite like it if it was Sarah, Sarah
3: Kinnick. Do you reckon? Oh, tremendous. why not? No, she's a, it's a great pod. It's a great series. <laughs> series one was brilliant. Series two not quite as good, but still. Yeah, this one seems a bit odd.
4: It's all about a court. I started listening to it this morning, but obviously I had work to do. But I just wanted to hear her say, "Hello, I'm Sarah Kinnick." Okay. So that that bit. Uh, photo of Povetkin in the paper today. Okay, uh, how's he looking? Well, it was in nineteen. No, it's in two thousand and four mm-hmm. with a very young Vladimir Putin. Okay. I'm not saying he's had a lot of work done but he actually looks younger now which does take a bit of
3: doing really well done to him uh, I've got this whole a yeah. whole set of vignettes here oh go on you go oh that's very kind of you where shall I start have you seen Lord Lucan's AA membership card is up for sale uh- <laughs> have you seen Lord Lucan Full stop. <laughs> hey, his me- no, oh, wait, I haven't. <laughs> oh, 8717. Double 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 that's not the way to start a story about
4: <laughs> Lord Luke, it really isn't. <laughs>
3: no, I put a comma in. It's not like that Alan Brazil clip with cocaine, is it? No. Oh, can we play that at some point? I love that one. Um, his, AA, Lord... <laughs> Go on. his AA membership card left of the scene of the crime that sparked his disappearance being sold at auction. It's hmm. hmm. a, a bit grim, isn't it's it? a really? three-by-four-inch car and a photo Ooh. and a signature. It's cool, cool memorabilia. Oh, really, go. I not What I wondered is if anybody. It mm. made mm. me wonder if people had, uh, you know, sort of. Because I remember I did bad memorabilia once on the Sunday show, and someone had a a Sainsbury's still receipt with Paul Durkin's autograph on it. I wondered if you did. Anyone has. We have that? done a lot of those. Yeah, so. I know, but they're quite fun. Someone's got the RAC. We'll just, okay, we'll limit it to AA. Uh, to AA and RAC. Your AA and RAC anecdotes involving professional sports that, right. people. Now, there you go. Oh, thank you very much. That's all I, we'll I, need I for like the show. Yeah, well, no, no. You it's, to keep it's, my vignettes. It's are your, your turn. A woman
4: who uh, is running a dance class for a bigger, people, you know, people who want to lose weight, Mm -hmm. uh, called Strictly Curved, has been asked by the BBC to cease and desist, because they think it, you know, people will think it's got something to do with Strictly Come down. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, but there's a lot of these coming on, but one bloke who never, (laughs) never gets asked to cease and desist is a bloke called Martin Harrod. he has got a shop called Martin Harrod's Carpets.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You'd think people might get confused with that, wouldn't you? Well, I don't think so. Crack on, Martin. (laughs) Ask me. Um... Uh, a train. Uh, there we go. Uh, a train to one of London's main stations was delayed after the driver got locked in the toilet. Uh, <laughs> Southeastern apologised after the 1049 service from Bromley South to Victoria ran five minutes late. Uh, using a gif from the Simpsons, the rail operator explained the driver had become locked in the onboard toilet.
4: Oh, in on the onboard, not not in the station. No,
3: he was oh. in the train. The driver... Anyway, I've, well, I've that's not... not
4: good because that meant he was he was doing it while it was in the station. Well, it was like the and ref in the let... Chelsea game. he was not allowed it? to do <laughs> that. Are he you? was.
3: like I mean, that's what you get on Southeast. It's the same as the Europa League refs. He was just absolutely <laughs> busting, <laughs> so he well, went.
4: I so, yeah, there probably. we
3: are. Brought that back to sport. Well, just at the did, death. Was
4: very, very good. Effort. Oh, what a relief! It's a massive lottery win tonight. If you win oh, the Euro lottery. Oh. 115 million. But Do you the- play, Andy? I don't really. Occasionally, you mm. know, if I'm feeling a bit desperate. If you're feeling <laughs> down, I've been, buying tickets bit... re-
3: I've been buying tickets recently.
4: <laughs> Paul announces he's off for another week, you know, that sort of thing. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, basically, it says here. You would be richer than golfer Rory McIlroy. Oh, at a stroke and get you see what they've done there. Mm. If you win tonight's 115 million yeah. euro millions super draw, said mm-hmm. the Daily Star. I think there's something distasteful about that. Oh, Rory, he's had to like learn play golf mm. from the age of about yeah. seven. He's had to yeah. go around the world. He's, you know, he's quite hard blimping on the golf circuit, and he's a um, he's amassed. Obviously, over £100 million. He has. And then you, you could just go into a news agent, yeah. buy the ticket. I mean, it's so fundamentally how the lottery works, Andy. <laughs> it is. You
3: know, it well, say, they but, don't say, listen, no. crap, you've got five in the bonus ball, but you're going to have to get on the European tour before you can claim your winnings. <laughs> no. They should do. That's how it should it's be. It's not
4: right that Rory McIlroy is brought into this. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, no, it's not Rory's choice, is it? No.
3: no.
4: Uh, are you next? We got another one. Or well,
3: no, because I've got a great story about a lonely duck <laughs> okay. and how cars are getting fatter. But we have no time, oh, so right. you know that'll keep people listening till the <laughs> uh, the vignette section
5: between two and two fifteen. Oh, like the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Motty, how are you? I'm well, actually, Max. Thank you. Yes, nice to see. you. Very excited about going to see the Joshua fight and. Well, and about the weekend's football, of course, and there's quite a lot to talk about there, Andy.
4: Well, there is. I think that the game the most
5: focus will be on will be Brighton Spurs just because of the form Spurs are in. Yeah, I think so. And I don't think I've seen Pochettino react quite that way in press conferences as he has this week. I, I mean, obviously, it's easy to say the pressure's getting to him or whatever, but he seemed to take that opportunity to kind of make a couple of quite strange statements. And we seem to have got... Now, a a situation with Tottenham where nobody's quite sure what to blame, the World Cup because the nine players got to the semi-final stage and beyond, or whether it's the fact that the ground isn't ready and there's still no sign of that date coming up when it will be. Uh, whether it's the fact that he didn't sign any new players in the summer. I mean, there seems to be a a sort of a Tottenham debate going on at the moment and no one's quite sure where to apportion the blame. We're very quick, though, aren't we, to to have a crisis?
3: You know, because when Spurs beat Manchester United 3-0 at Old Trafford, which wasn't Mm. that long ago, you know, Jose was in just absolute meltdown and now Manu have won three games. Spurs could win three games and then it's all fine again. I mean, they, I... they could win one game, I mean, look at West Ham last week, they, they, yeah. they were under
4: massive pressure, they they won a game, now they're all talking confidently about you know mm. playing Chelsea on, on Sunday. Poch has mm. been speaking though hasn't he, and, uh, and what he's been saying is slightly different to what he said after
3: the United game. Yeah, let's have a listen to what he's been saying.
4: We were happy because the performance was good, until 85 minutes, I think uh, the team played so well and they to win. But it's so thin, the line, and, and that was, again, us. Um, I think in the way that we conceded, the first goal and, and on the end, that can happen in this situation. I think uh, disappointed with the result, but of course uh, happy because the team improved a lot. And I think was our best uh, performance the, mm-hmm. from the beginning of the season. And that is, uh, is a very good signal. That we are in a good, in a very good weight. Um, only we need to recover our trust and confidence, and, and of course, uh, winning games is the only
5: way to recover that.
3: I don't know what you think, John. I mean, uh, uh, well,
5: they were better against Inter, but it wasn't a great performance. No, it wasn't. Um, and four defeats in a row would look ominous, really, however you dress it up. So. Brighton away is not particularly a game I would have picked if I'd been a Tottenham fan. I no. mean, um, Chris Hughton, former Tottenham hero, uh, in charge of Brighton, who came back from two goals down against Southampton. It's, it's all looking a little bit on the edge at the moment. And, um, well, it's a, you're quite right. It's a bit like Manchester United and West Ham. If, if, if Spurs were to get a win, then the whole balloon kind of diffuses, doesn't it, a little bit? It'll be somebody um, else's turn next week, and yeah. then then they play Watford in the League Cup, and and you know it, it go it goes on as you say from game to game.
4: Arsenal Everton uh, is mm. an interesting game. Arsenal made a they had a difficult start, City and Chelsea, mm. and they played well at Chelsea. They could have easily yeah. got a different result out of it. Now they're playing Everton, who have still got still without Richarlison. And I think that's a. Big problem. They looked a big problem last week.
5: Yeah, I don't like this fixture or talking about it too much because it was the one moment in my commentating career where I almost broke the golden rule and looked away from the pitch and nearly missed a goal. (laughs) And the reason... I, I can tell the story now, and it was quite sort of legitimate in the sense that the game was going on and Arsenal were kind of building up and somebody tapped me on the shoulder, which is most unusual for a commentator. Mm. And for some reason I turned round and it was Mark Carney, the governor of the Bank of England, (laughs) who was an Everton fan. And he spotted me there, didn't realise quite necessarily what... Probably he did know, it might have been somebody next to him who said tap him on. And I just turned round in time to see Alexis Sanchez score. So I, I don't want to lose concentration. So you, she didn't sort of go, instead of I, I, going
4: Sanchez. You went Carney. Oh no! No, I went interest rates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Good.
3: Nice guy
5: though. Nice guy.
3: Um, yeah, I, Everton. That was a big. It was a surprise, wasn't it? I, everyone Ooh, thought they well, were going to beat no, West Ham. I, mm, we but didn't. You
5: weren't surprised, were you? No,
4: because they had they had a lot of injuries and suspensions, mm. and that, that cost them. And I think they'll be. I think Everton one of those teams that some weeks they'll look great and mm. other weeks they'll be a bit flaky so you know yeah um, Manchester United Wolves though United three good home uh, away wins rather since mm. that uh, reverse against Tottenham um Wolves though they, they'll they'll go there they won't be frightened they'll no. give it a go.
5: I saw their last away game at West Ham as you know and and they they do play like a I say like a team so everybody should. But everybody in the Wolves team knows what they're doing. That was what I came away with feeling that mm. day. Good coach. Well, it's Portuguese Mourinho. It's mm. all coming together this weekend. Just. Don't think Wolves might quite have enough to win at Old Trafford, although you never know with United, do you? But having won the away games, you'd think they would put on some kind of show for their own fans uh, at the weekend. Um, Certainly Mourinho will hope so, because again, we're looking at, as you said, Max, it's still so early, isn't it? We're not up to the second international break yet. We haven't played six games yet, so it's easy to keep going into trends and thinking they're going to last forever, which they're not. But I'd have to say I, I would expect Manchester United uh, well, not to get beaten in this game yeah. anyway. It, it'll
3: be interesting because I think Wolves mm. will take the game to United. Yeah, they will. And, and they've got a very settled team, which does make a difference because you, you know you know who's where on the pitch, don't yeah. you? We, we can hear from uh, Jose. He's been uh, chatting before this game.
5: I think the team as a team is resolving the defensive problems better than before. I don't want to say was Bailly or Jones and is now a small all in love. I think the team is more compact, is more solid, the spirit, the cooperation, the empathy, the communication, all of that improve in the team and the good results bring confidence and I think we are improving as a team.
4: Yeah, he didn't mention Pogba there, but I I thought he was excellent in the week, and really, if he if he was able to maintain that form and Luke Shaw as well to a less extent, United are going to be all right.
5: And I wonder if he'll do what he did at Watford and play Fellaini in front of the four, um, because that 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 had an effect on the game. Go- I oh, know it was an away game, had an effect on the game at Watford. Um, that that'll be quite. I'll be quite keen to see how how Mourinho lines up, and of course, um, well, Pogba. Yes, hits is the note at the right time in the European game um, and I think with uh, Lukaku, always good for a goal, as it were. I think we might we might just see a better Manchester United than we've seen at Old Trafford. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
0: Now hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns.
1: Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you.
0: Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to you, uh, in the bypassal rise plug sale.
1: The most important thing is what? Sorry.
0: The single most important thing is to work and the channel has been bingus of the bypassal rise plug sale and you'll be fine.
2: Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online
5: Good afternoon, everybody.
3: Uh, that, that break was just about long enough for Andy to digest that piece of banana bread made by uh, mm. Mrs. Rushton. Um, could you review it, please? Now, do you feel like Leroy Sane? buzzing now for the... Uh, I
4: do. It was nice. It yeah. was good. It could have been a bit more bananary. Mm-hmm. A little bit sweeter. <laughs> okay. And slightly lighter. Okay. But not bad and a pretty good
3: effort. Okay. I'm not giving her a Jacob's handshake. <laughs> really? you <absolutely> know <laughs> She'll be devastated. Uh, she, she doesn't know how to listen to talk sports. So I, I think, know. It's I fine. think we're safe. Uh, five, I like
4: her predictions, her match predictions yeah, really in good. the World uh, Cup were she, wonderful.
3: She said, into, she said AC Milan would win the Euros the other year. So, you know, <laughs> work to do. Uh, five signs you're a love addict. This is from mm. today's guest publication, Andy. Um, slim pickings from this. Take a break. That, it's called Slim Picking. Some not a great name for a magazine, <laughs> is it really? Well, I mean, it should be called cool Slim On the back of this, on the back of this magazine, yeah. you can buy, uh, the, well, Savannah, the world's cutest baby of 2014 oh, it's a doll I, of a baby I don't baby. like those things <laughs> five interest free installments of 28 pounds <laughs> I look know at it' are so it's terrifying, realistic terrifying isn't it terrifyingly realistic isn't it oh what on earth would you want to buy that Do you want to I think in- it's the
4: same people that make the arsenal
3: plate <laughs> yeah I think so voted cutest baby of 2014 it's not even a living baby it can't have won that anyway look five signs you, you don't, are don't right.
4: even like real babies you're not going to have one of those I don't like real babies I just you don't, don't want to if see pictures I people. show you pictures of my grandchildren I'm just you,
3: indifferent I can't like I like to be honest. No, you say, you've got to lie. Why well, not lie? You should. Why? I mean, like, there are so many children that are, I guess are more important to me than your grandchildren. Yeah. You know? I'm rude about it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's true. I, I wish them a long, happy, healthy life. I hope they're huge successes. I hope you have a great time with them. I don't want to know about them. It's not like people showing me pictures of their dogs. I don't care. I it's hope, your dog. I hope my grandson, when he grows up and he's about 30, <laughs> takes you over
4: your show. Exec- you get the sack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: well, he'd join a very long list. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, uh, Go on.
3: Five signs that Andy Jacobs is addicted to love. Mm. Your longest relationship is six months. <laughs> I've been married for forty-four years. <laughs> oh, okay. Sort of really you adore how things feel in the beginning, the discovery, <laughs> wooing phase. <laughs> Oof, that's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? Read, it's a difficult. Don't ask me, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, you tell yourself this is the one, but you also said that about your five previous relationships. <laughs>
4: Really? Well, that a long time ago. I
3: was about 17. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I prefer this one, really. You think the relationship is over <laughs> the minute your partner stops giving you butterflies? Or do you still get the butterflies when I you still walk get in the, the door? Oh, no, I
4: still, sweet. you know, I, I don't want to text me in the break there. She was a bit upset at something I said to her this morning. I don't oh. like to upset her. Oh, really.
3: Can we have more information? Well, on that? basically,
4: she went. <laughs> it's ridiculous, really. She went to. We got a card from the post office saying uh, um, somebody has sent you a letter. Oh, but not paid enough. And not paid enough. Oh, okay. So she went there. And she didn't really like the look of the letter. She didn't think it was that important. And they wanted two quid, so she just left it at the post (laughs) office. No, I don't want that one. I said, Well, that's ridiculous. It might be
3: important.
4: So she went, but she felt guilty because I made her feel guilty. And she
3: went back, did she? Yeah. And and what was in the letter?
4: Nothing. It wasn't important at all. (laughs) Oh, are you serious? Yeah, no. So now she's upset. A, that I've upset her, and B, that she spent two quid. Okay. Uh,
3: And five, you're bored by the thought of stability. He's age, you know, oh, that's, married for 44 years, yeah, same yeah. job for the last 20. <laughs> yeah. We can categorically say yeah, Andy Jacobs not is not a, not addicted to love. Not there, you go, but you know, glad, yeah. good to find that out, though. Mm-hmm. Did you know that um,
4: avocados have gone from being very trendy mm. to not trendy?
3: Yeah, I read that this, this morning. That's
4: incredible, isn't it? Mm. They, they a few months ago on Instagram, you couldn't move on Instagram for seeing. People with smashed avocado yeah. and a poached egg on it. Where have they gone? I, I actually even called it "Avocado of the Month." I put I put my photo up there, but now it's, it's that's it. That's the
3: way it is, isn't it? People just they liked it. Now it's gone. One day you you know king of the hill, aren't you? <laughs> that's the same you for avocado. So the, the avocado will be doing uh, you know the late show talk radio. Show, I knew somebody <laughs> who was on a train <laughs> yeah. and she
4: met the woman right from Hass avocados in Chile. Okay, this woman was like that heir to the. Avocado, she's a very wealthy woman. Excellent. It's so a lot of money in avocados. Was she, avocado, was she eating
3: an avocado? Was she, no, well, yeah. a lot
4: of people were worried that the, the, the sort of drive for avocados has, has caused sort of drought, because water is diverted from areas that it's needed to sort of, you know, make the avocados grow. There's far too much
3: chat about avocados. <laughs> <so it's not laughs> Welcome to talk avocado. <laughs> I don't know. They're good fats, apparently. <laughs> a woman who stole a 25... Oh, sorry, I'll start again. A woman stole yours a... Yours or mine? Oh, that's yours. Yes, it's probably Mrs. Jacobs saying, <laughs> "Please no, do not." On, mine's on mute. Can't please don't mount our dirty laundry in public. Oh, no, no, it's I'm definitely not mine. Mm, okay. A woman stole a 25 pound coat from Primark as she made her way to Perth Sheriff Court to be sentenced on shoplifting charges. <laughs> oh, that's He's that good. <laughs> um, she's 26 year old. A bit of front. Oh, there man. we go. Asked a security staff to throw away the price tags when she arrived at the court on Wednesday. She was arreft, arrested mm. for the theft before she could appear before the judge for the other theft. Oh, well, you know it's. Prolific, like the the Gary Lineker of shoplifting. You know, I've got a Robbie Fowler, just a natural finisher. (laughs) Well, brought back to sport. Thanks. I've got a sporting theft story.
4: Mm. Michael Hudson, thirty-six, admitted stealing three hundred and twenty-six Panini World Cup sticker packs and was fined 400 pounds by Ipswich JPs and the headline in the sun was excellent it says
3: got got greed uh, oh, no, that's absolutely right, right. I, I stole money from my parents did uh, you just a, like a couple of pounds for <laughs> for to buy some packets of panini 87 and i, I, I stupidly to, i sort of I kind of nick them out of you know, my dad's jacket and uh, then I sort of went to the news agent and bought, you know, 20 packets. So exciting. The smell of them was so exciting. Mm. And then I thought, where would be the best place to open them? And it I chose my parents' bedroom, which... Showed a lack of foresight. <laughs> it was at the and top of the they, house,
4: and they realised that you you didn't have the money. Well, absolutely. They where
3: I'd got all these John, <laughs> where I'd got all these Mark Falco stickers from. <laughs> he was very popular in Football eighty seven. Oh yeah. Well, anyway, I was grounded for oh, a week. Oh, I learned oh, my lesson. I've never You've stolen never anything. stolen anything. No. since.
4: No, well, really. I I stole some crayons from uh, the toy house in Did the you? local shop, and uh, well, my friend and I, we, we we were only about eight or nine, okay. and we had this idea that I'd act as a distractor. <laughs> and we had our old plan. you creating a diversion. Really, We didn't even want these pointless. But the worst thing about it is the woman saw, she knew who we were. She saw us do it. Mm. Let us get away with it. And then called the police. So the police came round to my house. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, oh, you must have been terrible. terrified. I was. It wasn't ideal. I thought they were going to, you know, especially age nine. You don't expect that. No. You?
3: And we, you, were, you were put away for 26 I, long I, years. I also haven't stolen from that day to this. Very good. Procter & Gamble has applied to trademark several popular acronyms, including LOL, and uh, WTF, which is a ruder one, mm. uh, they, the firm which owns you know Fairy Liquid and all this has applied for trademarks in the US.
4: They shouldn't be able to do that. No, well, they
3: shouldn't at all. I mean, would
4: I, you do would you do dancing on ice if they asked you? <sighs> no, terrible. Um, I've got terrible ankles. Have you? Yeah. Gemma Collins. Has is been, she doing it? She's been signed by Dancing on Ice. Honestly, I think the producers of these programmes should be banned, sin, die. I mean, you know exactly what the GC is going to do. She's going to turn up there, get a bit of publicity. The first time it gets difficult in any shape or form, mm-hmm. she falls over, she's going to fall over and be injured, and that'll be it. She'll last
3: about two weeks. Um <laughs> That's my prediction. Yeah. Well, good luck to you, Gemma. She could find, could find a niche. She could win. The, where are the Winter Olympics next? She could be the next. She could be the next Torvill. She's not going to be the next. You Tourville. never know. <laughs> it's, I, Who's she's she, going to be Dean in that case? She's Torvill, to quite strong. Be, Anthony Joshua, because you know, it'd be about the same time.
0: Yeah, Collins and
3: Joshua. Collins and Joshua, and it's live on Talksport. <laughs> Adam Cattrell brings you live figure skating. <laughs> From the Winter Olympics in wherever it happens to be, whatever year it's in, Anthony Joshua and Gemma Collins bring bronze home from Great Britain. The remote Pacific island of Niui has a new tourist attraction, a lonely duck. Trevor, named after Trevor Mallard, an MP from New Zealand, arrived on the Mm. Coral Atoll earlier this year, either blown there by a storm or carried over in a boat. With no wetlands or ponds on the island, Trevor lives alone in a puddle near the airport. Is that the duck or Trevor Mallard? (laughs) It's Trevor (laughs) Mallard, Uh, where he gained celebrity status. Uh, The fire service has been topping up the puddle. There are fears Trevor's future uh, now that the rainy season has ended. Uh, It's the first duck new he's ever had, said resident Mark Blumsky. We're not sure what's going to happen. What paper was that in? That's in the week, uh, which is uh, which collates all the most important news. Oh, and okay. There's more to it. Uh, I do um, that. that's good. Sounds good. Trevor Ballard, Trevor Bob Ballard, now living in <laughs> <laughs> a puddle in in Where He dives in. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. This is TalkSport. Uh, Max Rush here for Paul Hawkesby today. Paul back on Monday. Andy Jacobs here, and that at music trying to warm up. Anyway, you cold, <laughs> Andy? Well, it's the old air conditioning. Oh, Third hour air conditioning. Yeah, it's good. It keeps like David Letterman. That's why we're buzzing. Full of energy. Yeah. Oh yes, even now. Martin Kellner joins us. That was your music, Martin. How are yeah, you? Nice to see you.
6: I'm buzzing, full of energy, mate. <laughs> um, so. has anybody mentioned, uh, Anthony Joshua on Sky this week. I don't know whether he's been mentioned at all. He's <laughs> not been mentioned on Talksport either, on but there is uh, exclusive commentary on Talksport really?
3: from seven on Talksport two uh, and from nine on Talksport. Yeah.
6: Well, I watched. One, uh, there's been two or three uh, sort of preview programs on Sky, and I watched uh, Povekin behind the ropes. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. behind the ropes. What gets me is how do they keep us? Straight face when they when they look each other in the eye. I mean, is that a contest? Sort of the first one to laugh. or The staring the thing. One, they're very the staring close. thing. When yeah. they, you know, when they do the um, nose the, the to nose, off. they're always so the nose.
3: an underpants as well, aren't they? Which I mean, you would laugh. Everything, everything is really pointing towards cracking. Yeah. But, I'd be worried about my personal
4: hygiene. The other fighter thinking that you know that I've got halitosis <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I
3: see. So what you would do before a weigh-in is have a really good scrub. <laughs>
4: And a strong mint. The halitosis
6: would be a good one, though. I mean, the halitosis would be good if you could breathe evilly over the other guy. You know, it'd add a bit of... Because the problem with (laughs) Povetkin and Joshua is there's no real animosity. No, they get along. There's no prior reason for them to be bashing seven bells out of each other. And you need to be... You know, maybe if Povetkin were to smash his car into uh, into Anton <laughs> Joshua's or something, or, say, or as I say, breathe some evil halitosis. Um, he's been training at the Chekhov training camp. Did you know that? No. Yeah, well, it, we, we got a little insight... Where is into, that? Off
4: the
3: Mile End Road?
6: It's uh, south of Moscow in the mountains. OK, so, fine, yeah. Does he, does um, he
3: do any Chekhov when he's out there?
6: I'm not sure whether there's any actual theatre going <laughs> oh, okay, on there. OK, yeah, all right. It is, yeah, it is the Chekhov training camp. But he was saying... What they drink there is Ivan tea. They drink something called Ivan tea. Which gives you strength and courage, apparently. Really? And as we know, Russian athletes
4: like nothing stronger than <laughs> no, Ivan <no>, T. That's, <laughs> it, yeah. what they, what that's why they've been allowed back. Indeed. They promised only to take <laughs> Ivan T. Mm.
6: But he did say um he has he was the question was put to him because in the past he's been tested mm-hmm. positive for banned substances. He said for me that's surprising. I think there's been some kind of mistake. I was just visiting Salisbury Cathedral to see but he did say <laughs> that you know he thought
4: it was a mistake. Do you want to know what Ivan tea is? It's fermented willow herb. All right traditional Russian hot beverage. There you go. Yeah, well, they're not going to sell that in are they? to <laughs> not be manger really They probably will in a couple well, of a couple You can, of can of buy years. it here, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Uh, the, another thing I watched this week was uh, Little Big Men. I don't, have either of you seen this? It's uh, a documentary, another one of the 30 for 30 series. Sounds familiar. ESPN, you know, which they show. Yeah, what's it about? It's about the Little League. Uh, oh, yeah, Which, yeah. to me, is a bonkers thing. You know, the Little League oh, World Series. it's wonderful. Series. You've
4: never seen it. I th- think it's great. Yeah. I love it. How old are the participants? About, about 12, 12. 12, Okay. about 12 years old. Yeah under a lot of pressure.
6: Yeah, well, that's what I mean. This was a story about the Little League World Series in 1982. So it's a team from Kirkland in Washington State. Oh, I had seen this. You yeah, have fantastic. Seen it. Well, I always think any television format where you get a bunch of kids who were 12 years old in 1982, then interview them 20, 30 years later, is always great, mm-hmm. you know. And not one of the these little leaguers, not one of them made it, you no. know. And, and I think they probably rarely do. I don't know. You probably know better well, than me. Well, it's a bit
4: like schoolboy football you know yeah but it'll be the odd one or two that come through but
6: well the 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 story is mostly told by this guy called uh, cody webster and through his father his father was looking through all the memorabilia from the uh from the little league and that was 1982 he's 12 years old and that was the height of his career was Mm -hmm. playing in the little league world series they beat taiwan i didn't realize that that oh yeah yeah no no
4: the foreign teams come in they have the sort of american version and then eventually the the, it's final. the world Series. yeah, yeah. Is,
3: is he okay because we a lot of times we hear about professional sportsmen who say, oh, that, you know I can never recreate what happened when i was twenty nine or thirty two this is if it 's twelve, you know you 've got yeah. quite a lot of life left well precisely and and this guy Cody,
6: i mean he was, he was generally all right in the interview put on a bit of weight, but then we've all put on a bit of weight. odd if he hadn't. But he's put on rather more weight than maybe some mm. of the others. But he was he was saying that um, he because he was the star and he was the guy that was going to make it, he was the star of the team. Uh, he got a, a tremendous amount of abuse. You know, we talk about kids football over here and parents shouting from the, um, you know, from the touchline and all mm. that. He got way more than that. And I've, I've got a quote here. Yeah, he he says, looking back. It was sort of almost worth it. It was always worth me going through all the stuff, and then you you know you went uh, into what all the stuff was, and I can't even repeat some of the things parents of other teams that they played God. shouted at, and because he'd got the um, he'd got the profile, you know the 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 star players had been on the local TV. In um, in Kirkland, Washington, have you ever been on that TV, uh, Max? In Kirkland,
3: Washington, <laughs> oh, yeah. they'll put you on there.
6: <laughs> I'll be <laughs> looking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it was a lovely story, basically. And it, the Kirkland in Washington was this sort of blue-collar town. Mm. And, you know, when you looked at what all the dads did, the dads were welders, or they were pipe fitters, or they worked in the lumber business, whatever that it's is. It's a bit like but, high
4: um, school football. It's a big where well, the high school football slightly older, but they're. Sports structures are very different to ours, you know.
6: Yeah, and that, well, yeah, that's absolutely true. But what, so you reckon the little league as a good idea? Well, I think so, it's, well,
4: I think it's fun. It was amount of, looks of profile like that they yeah. it, you know, the profile is you know. unbelievable. It's, but you, you
6: do you want that as a 12 year old? I don't think you do. No, um, he's <laughs> basically his quote was, I was really good when I was 12. I wasn't really good when I was 18 and that, he said I didn't make it because I wasn't good enough that's the end of the story but mm. you know because the worst stories in the papers that because of all the abuse he stepped aside from the game and all that but one or two of them actually still coach kids which I think is, is it's fairly, right, yeah. it's fairly good yeah Um, I don't think there's any harm in it. No, well, there's not any harm in it, but it's funny. (laughs) And like like I say, a lot of the, I think one or two of them, I think at least one had died. And, you know, just the stories. It's a great Mm. documentary. If you like watching documentaries about 12 year old kids who are now i now put on a lot of weight. <laughs> me? And they were, they were mostly doing jobs. But it was interesting because, you know, the dads were all, when they went through the story of what the dads were doing in 82 and they were doing all these blue, you know, in the lumber business, etc., etc. And what they were all doing were they were in PR or accounts management and sort of jobs that we have nowadays. Of course. And that was interesting to see the way yeah. the world of work in a blue-collar town like that completely changed mm. over 30 years.
4: Um, they get the, their money's worth BT out of these, don't they? Because I have seen that one a few years back, so they're still. But if you so, haven't seen them, and
6: they are uh, well, see, uh, To be honest, I've got it on mm, Series Link mm. on uh, BT Sport, the BT Sport two, I think. And they just put on Series Link, and they crop up and have a look at the subject. And if yeah. it's something that I want to watch, yeah. But, but I find even them,
4: even now. if the subject is something that you're not entirely sort of yeah. that interested in somehow the way they make them they make them about the human yeah. it's a human they do. interest there. oh absolutely and
6: yeah. you know and, and even if as you say if it's something mm. that you know it's not your sport um, you'll still watch it if you you know just look at the uh, uh, the menu and see how interesting the story is like there was this story of the school hockey team in the states you may have seen that mm. which it was a race thing you know somebody died at one of these frat boy um, No, I don't think I've seen that one. It's it's a cracker. There's two, but I say they all crop up and watch them. The other thing I noticed, um, which because I always like to, Max, you're from us. I like to those people like me who haven't got gainful employment who are sitting at home during the day. Yeah, absolutely. To know why I know. And I've always noticed uh, the earlier in the afternoon a quiz shows on, the more complex the rules are, and the more difficult it is to win a prize. I mean, I'm still
3: Uh, so in awe of Ben Shepherd for getting a full quiz show out of the 10p machines at Amazing, apart, on arcades.
6: And the questions are so hard in that. I love to set, <laughs> test, <laughs> test myself with those questions. You know, what what time is the news at 10 on? You know, all those things. Um, but there's this one called Tenable that Warwick Davis does.
3: Okay. And I'm not... Right, I've, no, I've, I've yet, seen that one.
6: I've yet to see anyone win anything on it. <laughs> and that when they do win anything, they'll get like a £1,000 goes into the prize fund and then there's four of them and they have to share a £1,000 in the... In, in the, in the Chance that they might win, you know. They, they have to share that, and, and the other one, I like it's pointless. I know, I love Pointless. Pointless is a great quiz yeah. show, but Alexander Armstrong insists on asking the uh, com- competitors, "What are you going to do with the money?" <laughs> and sometimes it's two people, like friends from uni or something, yeah. and they win a thousand-pound jackpot. So he says to them, "What are you planning to do if you if you win?" And it's like five hundred quid, and you think, "Well, <laughs> I'll get two extra toppings on a pizza <laughs> in a Pizza <laughs> Express. <laughs> I'll pay my, pay my rent for a week. Yeah, or I'll buy any sandwich <laughs> I want in any." I like it. When he yeah. asks
3: them what, And what do you like to, when you're not? Being, you know, an Mm -hmm. an IT analyst, what do you like to do? Because sometimes they're quite fun and interesting, but sometimes you just think that is. Well, also the profi- the other thing, Alexander
6: Armstrong does. He says that whatever their profession is, he says, mm, "Yeah, that sounds like fun." Yeah. I want someone to come and say, "I work
4: in a slaughterhouse." <laughs> 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 say, well,
6: that yeah. sounds like fun. He, he and it, when he you're ha- not slaughtering, <laughs> what yeah, like do you like It's
4: difficult because they make a lot of them, and of course, he he does tend to say the same thing every time. But he's got this thing when they do the celebrity pointers. At that point, when it's about the who, what you're going to do, what charity are you playing for today? And he always says, very good charity, lovely charity. He's not going to say, his. He's not going to say, oh, they're terrible. They're not worthy of anything. I won't (laughs) bother with them.
6: Most of the money they just spend down the shops. (laughs) None of it goes to the charity at all. It's pointless. But, um, yeah, so that's good. But I do watch all these quiz shows, Tenable, Tipping Point. And uh,
4: Ali Ross has a thing called Quiz Show Doughballs of the Week. It's it's very amusing. Yeah, good friend of the show. And this week. (laughs) Actually,
6: a friend of my show on Talk Radio as well. Although
4: he was. I took him off you, really. (laughs) 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 join the club everybody else does Bradley Walsh he said in 2017 which English darts player won his 16th world match play title and Phil answered American
3: Higgins. Yes, good guess. <laughs> that's My turnabout it? was my favourite because Rob Curling, I don't think he anyone taught him the rules. He'd be like, oh, that's five but No, 10. Oh, you got 20 points there. Well <laughs> know, done. No. <laughs> that was great. I think we've run out of time. Oh, now, what a I
6: shame. Think. I had loads more to say. <sighs> did you? About data. Not really. No, I, 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 you I was going <laughs> uh, you know, to talk about EFL and the great thing in EFL now you can choose any match you want, but of course you mm. don't get any replays. I was watching Leeds Preston this week. Oh, right. Leeds are so good to watch yeah. at the moment. They really are. But I was watching Leeds Preston and I was waiting for the, for the replays. You, Get controversial
3: incidents
4: but yeah. it's just
6: Not even the
3: goals. Not
6: even the goals. You don't even get a written. <laughs> it's, it's as
4: good as
3: being at the game now. It's just yeah. like that when you go. I don't know what well, that was. Who knows? Yeah, no it's exactly like point. That. Uh, Lovely to see Martin back on tonight. Tonight, one am on talk radio, minutes. prime time in parts of
2: Australia. Hello, I'm Sarah Keeney.